Um, well, welcome everybody back to another episode of A Growing Perspective. Still going along with season four. Um, I've been bulk recording these past couple of days, trying to get a couple more episodes out. School started, so I have more of a bit uh, busier schedule. But with that said, for today's episode, I have reached out to somebody that I haven't actually talked to since I want to say uh, first year of high school, middle school, really. Um, we've lost touch since then, uh, but we recently reconnected through Instagram, and I figured I'd reach out, get catch up, and you know, see what he's up to. Hussein, uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. Appreciate you helping us. Oh, thank you, thank you for having me. <laughs> it's it's been a while. It has, yeah. Um, so I guess just kind of like to start off, um, if you want to like kind of introduce yourself to the audience and kind of you know what have you been up to, what's new. Uh. Well, I'm Hussein Altawil. Uh I'm a filmmaking student full time. Uh on the side I do photography. Uh I do a lot of uh uh graphic design, uh motion graphics, stuff like that, a lot of visual art. Uh I went to school in New York Film Academy, the Los Angeles branch for 2 years. Before that I studied uh communications and uh, social science but uh i transferred uh yeah i'm originally from saudi arabia if that changes anything <laughs> i've been in america <laughs> since 2010 and uh, this is me well thank you for the introduction um caught me up a little bit on my end <laughs> so uh did you finish so have you did you finish your time at the film school or are you still studying right now um uh, i transferred to portland state uh, just this quarter uh -huh. uh, also studying film but uh because i wanted to stay closer to my family and also because uh i wanted to get more of the theory side of filmmaking than uh the practical hands-on side because back in la they uh taught us a lot of you know what's on the set how do you deal with it what position and they had us do a lot of short films just to give us the experience of how to act on the set which was really useful but also right. at the same time i feel like i did not get a lot of learning about the the theory side of the you know of the of the major so i decided to move to psu since it's an academic school and they should uh, teach us how to create content more right yeah, the theory side of things. I actually have a friend or two that are in the film program at PSU. And from the looks of it, I think, yeah, there's definitely a more theory uh, focused. Uh, but it's I, was hear... oh, actually, I was disappointed. Actually, I was disappointed. Yeah. Well, what were you going to say? I was going to say that, like, it's good that you got some practical experience because I think that's usually the, the typical complaint that I hear for film that like oh you know it's mostly theory that we're studying we're not getting the opportunity to actually you know get behind the camera and like actually have like a production going on well yeah i mean theory is uh based on what i learned is very important like i was just about to say that i was disappointed in the psu program like it has a lot of theory side right but i feel like there's a lot of things that even senior students, like when I transferred, I, I was uh, like, they automatically put me on the senior side, but I was disappointed that a lot of other seniors did not even know how to watch a film and analyze it. I was like, <laughs> what am I going to do here? <laughs> yeah. uh, 
I feel like they're either lacking interest or they're focusing on something else because a lot of them were saying, oh, we want to be critics, whatever. But like, even if you want to be a critic, you should at least know how a film is made so you can critique it, right? And right. just make some assumptions that are, you know, not useful. <laughs> yeah, like knowing a bit of the profession or or the thought process that goes into the composure, the the composition, right? Like you want to know what you're critiquing, especially because to the audience that you're that you're providing your critiques to, if it sounds like you're just making things up on the fly instead of having like a good comprehension of what's going on, like um, how how often are people actually going to listen to your critiques or are your critiques even going to be taken seriously, right? Yeah, I mean, and filmmaking, it's, it's a, like, whatever profession that you decide to pursue after you graduate in filmmaking major, it's, it's very competitive, especially here in America. I mean, we got Hollywood, New York, whatever. Uh, mm -hmm. People from those areas are really good, like extremely good. Yeah. So uh, if you ever want to pursue that, it's it's gonna be difficult if you if you're not making any good contributions or if you're just you know making assumptions that are not relevant. And the interesting thing is that a lot of those people that we see in LA or whatever that come even from other parts of the world not just america are very good film audience they they know the profession and then when when i went to the major i barely knew anything about it i just wanted to create content and then when i realized that there's a major just for this i was kind of shocked so mm -hmm. a lot of the people that i went to school with already knew a lot of stuff that i was lacking so it was interesting to see and also it was interesting to see how much i'd like make progress because at the same time i realized that i was doing a lot better than the people that i went to school with and i did not expect that to be honest so i'm right. very proud of myself yeah no that's good that's good it means you caught on fast but you also like had the interest that you came in uh to the degree with was like uh, allowing you to actually take everything in because it's like you mentioned right like with the film students here like it is it, that it was surprising to you that a lot of them didn't actually know how to fully critique a movie um it, it might be in part because it's the program that they're in but it, there is also a possibility that the interest just isn't there right and if you're not interested in something how invested are you going to get into it right exactly exactly you should never like there that's a belief that i have that a person should never ever do something just for the money or just to look cool. If you actually like it, then do it. Because if you actually like something, if you enjoy doing it, even if it doesn't pay a lot, you're going to come up with ways to uh, be more creative and uh, you're going to progress more. You're going to be uh, a lot more advanced to it. And you're going to find ways to make money off of whatever profession that you want to pursue. Uh, and that's actually the whole message that wanted me that actually... Uh, and how do you say it uh that got me to do filmmaking is that at first i wanted to be in front of the camera like uh do journalism and stuff right. um uh, so uh maybe become a tv host uh, write articles whatever i just wanted to reach out to the people have a voice uh, and i had a target audience in mind 
But when I found out about filmmaking, I thought that I could be more creative, especially that ever since I was a little kid, I, I enjoyed holding a camera. I enjoyed uh, making compositions. So uh, I w since I wanted to do that, I decided to become a filmmaker. And uh, I think it was a good decision for me. And it's hard because in Saudi Arabia, back at the time when I made that decision, we did not have a film market at all. Uh, mm -hmm. There was just a lot of uh, soap operas <laughs> that were on TV. Uh, a lot similar to Mexico, actually. I mean, Mexico has a good film film industry, but this the soap operas that I'm talking about in Saudi Arabia that are really similar to Mexican ones. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, for sure. I mean, that's that's something to consider, right? Like, um, if there isn't a market for what you wanted to, like, you know. Um, focus on then like how i guess because like it's like you mentioned you want you obviously want to get into something that interests you but at the same time you want to like also be setting yourself up for some success whereas in if you were to do something that there's not a lot like if if you were to go into an industry that doesn't have a lot of support or just for whatever reason isn't like the i guess connection isn't really there then you know you're not setting yourself up financially in the future to where like you can turn that into something that can you know continue to pay the bills etc whatever the case right um, so yeah I definitely that's understand where you're coming from yeah yeah that's the thing so after I joined uh, there there was a lot of change in Saudi Arabia in general so uh, after I joined the film program at you know film academy. Uh, the cinema business started up in Saudi and a lot of Saudi films were starting to be made. The industry is starting and, uh, and it, it, thank God I was able to, in two years, actually in one year, I was able to participate or be a part of a movie that made it to the Cannes Film Festival, which is one of the hardest film festivals to get into. Uh -huh. uh, but somehow I made it. <laughs> <laughs> well congrats congrats on, getting on, on being able to be a part of that project it must have been a, a big achievement yeah yeah i was very proud of myself um if anybody wants to check it out uh there's a, a teaser and a, a song that we released on uh, youtube it's it's in arabic the song so i don't think you'll be able to understand but the teaser is definitely going to be interesting to watch you can look up uh, uh arabian alien on youtube it should be fun all right i'll try to link it down in the description after the episode's over <laughs> um <laughs> should be interesting to watch uh, but i kind of want to get into like the interest side of things you know what got you into into film and content creation uh so you mentioned that as a kid you know you enjoyed the the idea of making content you know the the notion of having a camera in your hands and wanting to make something out of it um before you got to, you know, go off to LA and, and practice film there, um, what were you doing in terms of interest wise? Like, were you shooting any short films of yourself? Were you like coming up with, I know, I know some people that have like done like script writing for like short films that they would eventually like to make. Uh, did you take the YouTube route of like making random YouTube videos? Um, did you do any of that or were you like, you just sat on the education side of things? Okay. So I had, like, there was a different start to everything for me. So as I said, like, it all started when I was a kid. I remember I was at the hospital a 
I had an appointment at the hospital with my dad as a little kid. I think I was like eight years old. And uh, my dad had a Nokia phone, the ones that just came out with the camera. Like before then, there was no camera phones. Right. Yeah. And uh, I remember taking a picture of uh, an art in the wall. And my dad was just very happy with it. He He just said, he told me and told everybody that I can do a lot of things with a camera. I, I was, it was kind of amazing to me because it was just a picture on the wall that I took a picture of, but right. his words were, <laughs> were always on my mind. So after that, my family had a lot of uh, financial crisis. So uh, my mom decided to open up a business and she invested in a, a studio to uh, take pictures of weddings and brides and stuff like that. And uh, I helped a little bit with the taking the photo album samples for uh, for the whole project. And I learned to use a camera ever since then. I think I was only nine, about nine, eight years old, like around the same time. And learned how to use Photoshop and stuff like that. So I was always good at uh, uh, doing that stuff. But I did not know that there was a profession for film. I did not know there was a school for filmmaking. Mm-hmm. So what I wanted to do is, uh, as I said, uh, be in front of a camera, like make make content, write episodes, be a TV host, you know, uh, right. stuff like that. Uh, maybe uh, be on the radio. What was it called? Uh, radio, uh, radio radio host. host? I think. Yeah. 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 So uh, that's what I wanted to do at first because I remember as a teenager when i was at liberty actually or i think a while after that i <laughs> i was listen i would stay up every night to like 3 a.m just to listen to this radio show back in saudi that only streamed in the morning uh, in the morning here and it was like early morning there like it was around uh, i think 12 or 11 p.m here Mm-hmm. And it, w- it would be around 7, 8 a.m. there. Something like that. I'm not sure of the timing. But I would stay up late just to listen to that TV show or uh, radio show. And uh, it inspired me to make, like, it gave me the want to change the world. Or at least my people, the people that I wanted to connect with most. Especially uh, as I came to America at a young age. I, I feel like I had a lot of difficulties. There was a big culture gap that I did not understand at first. So right. I tended to uh, stay in touch more with the Saudi side of things, especially here in America. That was kind of mm-hmm. lost. And uh, I wanted to make change. And around the same time, a lot of YouTube shows were starting. Like a lot of the YouTube uh like remember equals three if you ever watched it with Ray William Johnson. I don't actually. Uh, annoying orange and stuff like that. A lot of I the okay, yeah, a lot of <laughs> TV, uh, YouTube shows and uh, uh, let's say blog channels were just starting to start up in Saudi Arabia, and they were really good. They were like cinema. But we did not have cinema back in Saudi Arabia. They were, they were cinema level. Uh, a lot of sketches and short films and stuff like that. So I was impressed. I did not know we had such a thing. 
but we actually didn't. It just started up. So I wanted to take part of it. I tried to make some things as a little kid, but it all sucked, obviously. Uh, I deleted everything off of YouTube. But when I, I went to, after I graduated, I, I went to Western Oregon and I wanted to uh, uh, study communications because that was the way if you wanted to become like a TV or radio host. Or that's what I thought, at least. Mm-hmm. And on the side, I was had my camera. I was took pictures. I started learning how to compose a photo, how to edit it. Uh, I did not do a lot of video until I uh, discovered New York Film Academy, uh, which was recommended to me by a friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I decided to go there. Um uh, with the help of the Saudi government, as I had a scholarship from them, and uh, yeah, that's how I. That's I thought that film. film yeah, off. and uh, I thought that film was gonna be a a good idea because uh, I could be more creative with creating content, making change. Uh, at least now I see it as more of expressing my own, uh, telling stories because filmmaking is all about storytelling. You know, it's just exactly. visual. Right. instead of uh, writing books. And to me, it was the complete form of art because there was photo, there was uh, music, there's editing, there's writing, everything, every type of art that you could think of is involved with filmmaking. A lot of color theory. It's very interesting. It's a huge world. Even includes sciences like psychology, uh you know how to how to convince the audience that there is this emotion how to make that emotion stronger uh how does color play play an aspect with it how to deal with actors so i thought it was a whole world to explore and uh, to me it's the complete form of art and that's why i decided to join and that's why i'm thinking of pursuing it that no dude that's that's crazy it's very interesting how how um, you describe it, right? Like a whole world opening up to you. Because essentially, you know, that's what it is. There's so many different components behind film that make it up that, like, uh, trying to understand every aspect of it seems like such an exciting venture. Um, I definitely connect with you in the interest for, like, film, especially through the lens of, like, an artwork. Um, Not more on the formal side, but more so on the informal side that YouTube has really brought forward. Right, I think YouTube as a platform is such an interesting concept because it brings it's a platform for people to make short films, right, and to have very formal like um, types of uh, films where like you know there's a script, there's a plot, etc. But then the more informal things that have popped up, like vlogs, um, have always been what caught my attention the most, right? Uh, In high school and more recently, I said like I've been once again trying to uh do vlogging on the side and all of that um and my main attraction to it has always been you know the ability to tell a story especially all within a day right i think uh, vloggers like uh, casey neistat's always been somebody i've looked up to because of his ability to tell a story and how he adds his style to it right like i think it's how you mentioned it it's the fact that it's it's an art it's an artwork right you you get to not only experience whoever the, the owner author is you you get to experience his, uh, their way of telling a story but you also get to experience 
their um their their thought process right the composition the different angles or the way the the different settings that a clip takes place um which that i mean that's uh, one of the hobbies that i try to uh, keep in touch with um especially nowadays right like going out and shooting like a short like vlog or something or photography i think has also been something interesting because it's taught me a lot of like um with the composition and makeup of certain images um but yeah i think i definitely connect with you on that end uh but to push the conversation further um so you've obviously had an interest for film and you're currently studying with it is there a goal that you have after uh finishing up with school in terms of like um like a specific one of like maybe making a short film or uh, once again joining a project for a short film that might already be underway so after i graduate i wanted to uh, i want to become a writer director uh i want to at least make uh three feature films uh, that's my goal for uh, the film side but i'm also working on the advertisement side um i'm trying to start my own production company for advertisements uh mm-hmm. all with all started with a small camera a mirrorless uh, but it's doing me a good job uh, at least for what i'm needing right now mm-hmm. uh, i also want to help people with their projects uh, and there are a lot of uh, production companies back in Saudi who also offer jobs. And I think uh, I have an advantage if I go back with a, with a degree. They usually look for people with degrees right now, especially because the business uh, and the industry is just starting up. So And everybody wants a piece of the cake. So they're right. trying to uh, kind of make everything limited, uh, just to not get anybody involved with anything. Um, so yeah uh, i think starting off with a few short films of mine would be good but i also want to make films that connect to my people and every once in a while have uh, a feature film who knows maybe i can become the martin scorsese of saudi arabia one day or you could dream right now definitely i think of you have if you have the ideas, short films are definitely the route. And it's like you said, if you can be, if you can join an industry that's just popping up, especially in, um, back in Saudi, then you know it's, it it might be the the good move to make. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it's it's very hard because I said even even those just starting up in Saudi, it's very competitive. A lot of people have been. Have that have had that passion for a long time, but did not have the, the chance to study it right. because we did not have the industry back then. But they they were able to rise and learn all by their own, which I think is very amazing. At the same time, I feel like it's, it's a dis a disadvantage a little bit because uh, I feel like they're stuck on the YouTube route. Like they've made films that are for cinema, but I still feel like they're a lot of YouTube components that are stuck to their films, uh, but they're doing they're doing well, and I think that one day the Saudi industry is going to be one of the most competitive uh, film industries in the world. 
just like Spain, Mexico, the U.S., India. Yeah, for sure. No, definitely. Sounds like there's a there's a future there for sure. Um, so I guess to get towards the final bits of the episode, um, I've been asking all my guests that I've had on this season a little bit about uh, COVID just because of its prevalence still in our everyday life. Um, I guess to start off, like, um, how did did do you think COVID affected you in terms of your um everyday routine um as much as others or more? Well, I was I was definitely affected. Like every time I go outside <laughs> I would panic <laughs> if I caught the virus or not. Right. Uh uh also affected like I feel like it limited a lot of the activities that I usually do. Uh, uh, gyms are open right now, it's, but I just don't feel confident enough to go back yeah. to the gym. And since we're all students, uh, uh, I feel like the the teaching or learning experience has definitely changed to me to the worse. Uh, how how is um how is uh, online school with within the within the film program? It sucks, dude. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> I I definitely like whether it's film or not film. I just prefer being in the class more. I feel like yeah. I tend to focus a lot more. Uh, I get to engage with the content that we're being taught, uh, and uh, it's definitely a struggle with a lot of the teachers, especially that are not so much uh, technology experienced to use Zoom and mm -hmm. share content with us right and uh it's a struggle it's a struggle yeah. my friend yeah for sure i think uh it's definitely made me miss the classroom and realize how for granted i took off <laughs> the ability <laughs> to have class on campus and all of that. yeah um i think for on my end so for I'm, I'm currently finishing up my communications major um but I think out of every program, I would argue that communications has adapted the most, probably because so much of communications is already online, right? Like, um, so the communications program, if anything, like, um, has actually been interesting. Like, a lot of my communications classes are definitely like taking advantage of it being online, and you know they're they're focusing much more on the technology side of things and like social media and, and all those different concepts. Um, but still, I agree with you. You know, I really do miss being in a classroom. There's something about um, just being in a classroom environment and being able to ask questions and you know, kind of there's a certain thought process that doesn't take place when you're like you know virtually. It's also much harder to concentrate virtually, at least for me. Like, there's so many more distractions that sometimes I just find myself, like, spacing out and not really paying too much attention. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's, just how the, it's how the cookie crumbles. Um, and I guess to move past the COVID section to the last question that I have for you, um, I usually like making these last questions interesting. Um or revolving around something that we talked about earlier in the episode. But I guess on your end, um, have you ever considered vlogging, Hussein? Oh, yes. I definitely did. But I think it's it's not for me. Um, I'm not very good at talking about something specific. Uh, <laughs> I suck. Like, my communication is not that good, but right. it's it's 
something that I need to develop. Uh, and uh, I feel like I would struggle trying to make a vlog. That's why I tend to try to make short films more. <laughs> Oh, yeah. but it's uh vlogging has definitely been something that i wanted to do uh, and i thought that vloggers were always interesting people look down on them in the film industry because oh they're making those cheap things but i think that they found a lot of ways to make things a lot more interesting than we think especially with lighting dude those yeah. guys are awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah i definitely there's definitely those concepts that like I, I have appreciation for and the notion of like the film industry looking down on on um on vloggers is also one that I've seen um just come up in conversation that yeah a lot of people just think of it as something a lot easier to do. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like asking it since you know you have that interest for film. I wanted to see if you've ever tried it or if you had thought about doing it so I tried it but did not work. I I'm not good at it. <laughs> It's not, it's not for everybody for sure. I definitely see that. Um, I guess too, another bonus question, if you will, in there, um, that you were mentioning that, you know, there's a radio uh, show uh, b back in Saudi that you were really interested in, but have you thought about doing like your own podcast or even like a, I don't know, like a YouTube series where you like kind of talk about film or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I, I definitely did. I thought, of making uh, a YouTube series in Arabic talking about the history of cinema in general and uh, uh, maybe not a podcast, not a podcast channel so much, but definitely something on YouTube that I would try to connect to the people more. I'm trying to gain more followers right now mm -hmm. uh, on Instagram for sure and trying to post my stuff on YouTube. Actually, my senior project was... Uh, something that it was it was something simple like i would read uh, sections from books in arabic and the texts that i thought that would interest people and just have them on a musical background and share them as a kind of podcast notes but they were on youtube um that was my senior project just to try to connect to the people more right. i guess and it worked Actually, it got a lot more engagement than I thought it would. Uh, like some episodes just got a lot of attention, uh, yeah. which was good. But yeah. uh, other than that, I've I've worked on two films that were streamed on Netflix. Uh, and uh, as I said, the Arabian Alien film that made it to uh, Cannes Film Festival. And I would uh, encourage everybody to try to watch a Saudi film on Netflix. There are a few of them right now. <laughs> and uh, I hope you like them. Yeah. Quick little plug. Speaking of plugs, um, as we wrap up this episode, at the end of the episodes, I like giving my guests a good 30 second um, a window to promote, plug, say whatever they want to say. Um, really just, you know, a spotlight, I guess, in a sense. Um, so yeah, feel free to take that time right now and just, you know, throw out, pl plug something, uh, talk about whatever you want to talk about. Okay. Uh, as we started this episode, I would, uh, encourage everybody to pursue whatever they love, uh, whatever their passion is, just do it. Uh, nobody's going to ever live your life. You're the one who's going to decide how to live that life. So, uh, you should be in control of it. 
So pursue whatever profession that you want to do, not what someone else wants you to do, not the community, not your family. Although you should love them and respect them, but they're not the ones who are going to live your life. So use that opportunity. And as a plug, as I said, uh, try to watch a Saudi film. There are a few of them on Netflix. Uh, try to watch Six Windows in the Desert. There are six Saudi short films and there are subtitles provided for them. And I hope you enjoy them. Okay. I definitely have to check those out uh, down the line. Uh, well, Hussein, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I appreciated catching up with you and getting to talk about uh, your interests for film. Um, like I said, I've definitely been trying to reach out to more people, um, or people that just, I don't know, wouldn't, that pe- others wouldn't really think I would have on, on on the podcast. As I mentioned, a lot of the people on the podcast have been people that I've known for a while or continue to talk to nowadays. Uh, but I'm trying to branch out to people that I haven't talked to in a while or people that I haven't talked to at all, you know, complete strangers. Hussein um, happens to fall in the first category of not having talked to him in a while. But it was nice catching up nonetheless. I think I learned a lot um, from your discussion about uh, the Saudi film industry and just a little bit about your passion, which I think is always interesting to hear what others are dedicating their time to. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Thank you for having me, Andrew. It was uh it was a nice experience. Thank you. Yeah, no, for sure. And with that said, thank you all for everybody to, that tuned in to this episode. Again, season four continues. These episodes might be coming out a little bit later than I expected, just because it's been difficult getting people uh, on the podcast and my schedule has not been the easiest to deal with. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, I appreciate whoever tunes into these episodes. And if you've thought about hopping on one of these podcast episodes, let me know. With that said, thank you for tuning in. Hope you all have a good one, and we'll see you back for another episode of Season 4 in the next week. Peace out.